Gracious Lucius Podcast, episode 48. I'm Paul. And I'm Casey. We took a week off, man. You had, uh, we had family stuff. Yeah. Family yeah. stuff. So, family stuff. Family stuff. Mainly kids being kids. Specifically so. a teething baby. Yeah. <laughs> and and we, look in his mouth t- we look in his mouth today, we see one, the one that we thought it was pop through. Um, it's good. finally popped through. That's good. And then we notice in the back that he has a molar that has popped through. <laughs> <laughs> we had no idea. So guessing that the next co- the, the the few days that were pretty rough for us were because of that. With a molar. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, his teeth have been really weird. Like he, he's, I, I know we're starting off talking about babies, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's got the four bottom, the two on top, and it's been kind of like one's popped in, one's, you know, whatever. And then the molar. It's, he's been a weird, weird teething baby. Miles was like perfect with the teeth. Like, they, they, you know, they came in as they were supposed to. Yeah. Or as the, yeah, com- you know, the common. Kids are anyway, weird. Yeah. Kids are weird, man. Kids are weird, and they can be, they can be pretty tough sometimes. They but can be great. very tough, but they are so sweet, <laughs> usually. Yes, they are. Usually, for the most part. Um, I recorded a bonus episode last week with uh, Nate and Rudy from Portland Rays. Casey, you weren't on there. Yeah. Um, but it was cool. It was a good time just uh, talking about something a little different in sports. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It was just kind of a change of pace. And it kind of, I don't know, it like kind of recharged the batteries. And I think part of that also is that we actually have sports like legitimately sports on the horizon yeah. now, like four days away from baseball. And yeah. And there's been, I mean, what? Uh, Ten days preseason from, baseball, right? There has. There have been some. Um, some like inner squad yeah inner squad matchups uh, i caught a little bit of them and um yeah yeah they're interesting some players are playing with masks on which i think is really cool mm-hmm. yeah i agree um, yeah i saw that i saw i don't i don't remember what teams they were but they were like when they're going by each other and like not high-fiving but hitting their feet together and yeah. and then i and i was like that, that's pretty that's pretty funny and then i was like well none of them are wearing masks what's the real point of that right <laughs> but it was it was funny it was, whatever, whatever. <laughs> i mean it's, they're in a bubble, right? No, they're not in a bubble. No, they're not in a bubble. Yeah. No, that's what worries me a know. lot. The NBA yeah. is in a bubble, and the NBA got mm-hmm. confer- confirmation today that uh, 349 people were tested in the bubble related to mm-hmm. NBA teams and not a single positive test. Not, yep, that's great. That's incredible. It's working so far. It's, I hope it stays that way. It's working so far. I really hope it stays that no. way. Um, but before we get in too far into sports, Casey, what are we drinking tonight? Uh, tonight I have something from... Wilmington Brewing Company, North Carolina. There, okay. Called it's called it's a juicy IPA. It's called Jorts Party. Um, Jorts Party. I think that one might Jorts be in my Party. next uh, my next box being delivered. Yeah. Um, it's a good hazy. It's it's really sweet. Hmm. Um, I mean it's not like fruity sweet. It's just a sweet kind of hazy. And it's not that's not. I've learned that that's not really my thing as much. Yeah. Um, just kind of like too sweet too kind of weird bittery sweet I, I just i don't love it it's not my favorite um which is too bad but it was too bad i could see why i could see why someone might like it but i, I it's, i'm not a i'm not a huge fan of, of the overly sweet That's a shame. Hazies. yeah you know what about yourself i got a couple of beers that uh that you dropped off on my porch yesterday from uh yeah our friends over at block 15 down in corvallis um yeah one i haven't opened yet it's called little dab it's a little dry hot good. pale you, have you not had that before i haven't Wow, that's good. Um, and then I have uh, the Liberty and Justice for All, which is an IPA, which I'm actually not a huge fan of, only because really? it kind of has a malty flavor to it. Huh, okay. And it might just I be, had one yesterday, and I really liked it. Yeah, it might just be uh, my mood today. I don't know. Sure. I just like it. It's, it's kind of like just kind of thick and coating my mouth with malt. That's kind of how I'm That's how I'm feeling. Not with malt, but it's kind of got a weird coating of... Yeah. Yeah. Eh, Interesting. That's too bad. Interesting. Can't win them all, right? I can't win them all. Yeah, maybe I'd have yeah. another, you know, another pint of this sometime and love it. Who knows? Yeah. So, um, we were talking about maybe doing a baseball episode, mm-hmm. and I feel like we were definitely in the I like we were in the right mindset to do it, and then COVID happened. Yeah. Yeah. And. I think we're kind of in this position now where it's like, I kind of know what's happening mostly in baseball. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I would argue to say you probably haven't been paying a whole lot of attention. I have not. To what's going on. So I think maybe it's better that we talk about baseball, not as like a, a preview or anything like that, but maybe we talk about baseball as it comes up um, organically in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. We go from there. Yeah. Um, sure. We could talk a little bit about basketball, but there's not really a lot to talk about except for that. It hasn't been much, uh, much, much yet. You know, we're just, we're just, get, then you got we're just getting there. We're getting to the end of it. Yeah. 
the internet's blowing I mean, up about Bull Bull. I I haven't seen anything about Bull oh, Bull. It's all over my my Twitter Today? my Twitter feed is just all about Bull no. Bull and how he's like just just looks amazing and oh oh okay like okay great I mean like we'll see yeah is he gonna play probably not yeah and the other thing I see on my Twitter feed that's that's kind of making me laugh is that people are saying that Denver might be the dark horse to win the whole thing because Jokic has eh. lost weight yeah and I just don't has he? I don't buy it because just because he dropped weight doesn't mean he's gonna play fast he's never played fast. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I uh, we'll see about there that. was a clip of him dunking. But at least it means at least it means he's probably in shape to start a season off, which he's never been yeah. before. Yeah, um, but Denver, the whole thing, it's not Jokic. That's not the problem. The problem is mm-hmm. he doesn't no. have anyone around him. Like the yeah. best player around him is probably Jamal Murray. Murray. Right? Yeah. Like if that's your number two option, that's not incredible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I shouldn't talk too much mess because they're sitting much higher in the in the West than Portland, but. Sure. Um, I've been excited about all the Blazer content we've got so far. I mean, you get to see a little Nurk and Collins in action. They look pretty good. They look you got, healthy. You, yeah, they look healthy. They look like they're ready to go. You got Skinny Mellow. Skinny Mellow. Who's, who's, get, who's getting ready for that small forward spot. Um, you, I mean, you got you got Dame saying, the only thing I want for my birthday is my players, is my, the team to make sure this counts. And I think they will. Uh-huh. So I'm excited. I agree. Nurkic, Nurkic had a quote that was something along the lines of, they asked like how the food and everything was, and he goes, doesn't matter. Like we're not here. This isn't a vacation. Mm-hmm. Like we're here to work. Yeah, that's great. You know? Yeah. It's like, that's the exact mentality. Like Wendy and Gabriel today had a quote that said like, I'm, I'm ready to play. Coach knows what I'm capable of doing. And if they put me in the game, I'll bring energy. I'll do the things I do. And it's like mm-hmm. everyone just filling in their role. It just seems like it's, it's hard not to be optimistic as a Blazer fan right now. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this is the tortured, like the tortured uh, rhetoric of a Blazer fan is that you kind of you do this every start of every year. Sure. You're always <laughs> so. like, this is gonna be the year. This is gonna be it. We look really good. I mean, I, I will <clears> say, like, with this whole like restart and everyone in the same bubble and everything, like, I really don't know what to expect. Yeah, like, I don't to, know to me, either. it's all bets are off, and I don't. And the Blazers could be incredible. The Blazers could be horrible. The Lakers could be. You know the best team in basketball. They could be out yeah. in the first round. I have no idea. Um, yeah. it, it seems to me the teams that are going to be the most successful are the ones that have the good team chemistry, and that's why I think teams like Boston, teams like Miami, teams like Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, this is good for them. You know, and teams like Utah. Ooh boy. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I I still think the Clippers win the whole thing. Uh, yeah. I've been saying it for a, I said it in the beginning of the preseason. Um, they're just too talented, top to bottom, and I just don't yeah. I don't see anyone stopping them. So, so, uh, let's talk about uh, football. We'll keep all your division yeah. previews going. This is a really interesting division that we're going to talk about tonight, the NFC South. Mm-hmm. Normally, the NFC South doesn't do a whole lot for me. Uh, but yeah. if there's, uh, aside from the defending South champs, New Orleans, like every team had a pretty major headline yeah. coming into this year. Yeah. And you could even make the argument New Orleans did too with, um, you know, the uh, – the kind of the faux pas of Drew Brees talking about kneeling mm. for the anthem and yeah. all that um, kind of rubbed a lot yeah. of people the wrong way, it seems. Yeah. So, um, I, uh, yeah, I, I'm assuming I'll, we... I'll say in his I'll say in his credit. He, I mean, he he at least did the best he could after that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he, that was that was a horrible, horrible thing. Oh, he backed he, he backed because people he, people of course put he his feet to the fire and he backtracked. I mean, yes, what else was he, he supposed to do? Um, well, there's well, I will say there's a lot of people that wouldn't do that, and then I mean, not not saying that Drew Brees actually believed what he says when he backtracked him and his wife, but I mean, I mean, hopefully, I just I just hope that maybe he actually is a type of person that could uh, have his mind changed on something like that. Yeah, that's what I hope. Yeah, I guess is all I'm saying. Not giving him credit because he doesn't <laughs> deserve any. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that I hope that at least he took it to heart and he changed his his views. I hope so. Yeah, anyway. Really do. Um, do yeah. you – I'm assuming we have the same team last. Probably. So I have Carolina last. Yeah, yeah so do I. And I don't think it's close. Yeah. I don't think it's close either. Um, so Carolina had an interesting <clears throat> roster turnover in the offseason. So they they gained a new quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. They gained Robbie Anderson, a deep ball threat. Uh, they gained mm-hmm. Eli Apple as a corner. To hear Whitehead in the linebacking core, Seth Roberts – as a receiver, Russell O'Kung, um, to be the new left tackle. 
They lost Cam Newton, the face of the franchise, on the offensive yeah. side of the ball. They lost the face of the franchise on the defensive side of the ball, Luke Keekley to retirement. Keekley. Uh, mm-hmm. They let Eric Reed go. They let Greg Olson go. They traded Trey Turner uh, for Russell Okung, which I think is a horrible trade for them. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. let Don Terry Poe go. James Bradbury left. Um, so not, not a great list of names going out the door no. there. You want those? And they those... didn't really bring any. And they didn't really bring anybody in draft wise, other than uh, that nose tackle from Auburn. So they had a really interesting uh, draft because they used yeah. every okay. pick on defense. Defense, yeah. Every Which pick on defense. Also, idea. they have a new head coach, so there's that yeah. on top of all that. Matt Rule. So, um, they they drafted Derek Brown, who I think is a great pick. Yeah, yeah. To anchor that defensive line, uh, Yator Gross Matos mm-hmm. is is a an edge rusher who projects well at the next level. Jeremy Chin, I think, is a great safety. I think he'll mm-hmm. replace Eric Reed sooner than later. Um, Troy yeah, Pride Jr. They drafted to be one of the corners there. I don't like Troy Pride Jr. I don't think he's worth the hype honestly i think he got burned a lot at notre dame um so i just don't i don't see it now a lot of people are talking about how how talented this team is on paper on offense i don't buy that either um yeah i really don't i think you have one of the best running backs in football if not the best in in christian mccaffrey i think Mm -hmm. you have an emerging um potential superstar receiver in dj moore I think he'll be there personally. I think they're I think they're leaning on uh, and hoping that Ian Thomas can produce like a, a fraction that Greg Olson can. And he has some upside. Um, they seem to like them. And then I wonder about Robbie Anderson. Like, uh, do you get a deep ball threat, Robbie Anderson? Like, is Bridgewater Bridgewater even gonna, gonna be able to get him the ball? No, I mean, he's he's not known for a guy who can <laughs> throw deep. He doesn't have arm strength. He's kind of that, which is perfect for like McCaffrey and Moore, who can both you know run short short routes and and be a little dump offs for Bridgewater but I just don't see the deep threat Mm -hmm. I I agree I think I think DJ Moore will put up good stats but not elite stats this year mainly because he won't be able to break routes deep because Bridgewater doesn't have the arm strength to get him deep balls sure so it's gonna be so good it's gonna be a lot of yeah but I think defenses in the NFL are real smart and they're yeah, going to know that true. Bridgewater can't throw over the top. So there's no reason to guard over the top. So that middle of the field where, you know, you, you expect the yards after catch to happen. I mean, mm-hmm. DJ Moore's going to get some because he's he's shifty in space. Yeah, I think but it's they're going to be focusing on that more. It's going to be harder to, to get him in space. Um, yeah. Also, this is a team that I just don't know how much they're going to throw the ball. I really don't. Yeah. Uh, they haven't in years past, except to Christian sure. McCaffrey. I don't think Robbie Anderson's a great receiver in general. I don't think Curtis Samuel's a great receiver. No. Um, I, Seth, another Seth another deep ball kind of guy, too, yeah, Curtis Samuel. Yeah. Well, Samuel's actually better in space than people give him credit for. It's just that they've never been able to get him in space. The whole offense has been yeah. McCaffrey, and that's it. Sure. Um, DJ Moore came on at the end of last year when, they, when Kyle Allen was flinging that thing everywhere because um, they had to because they were down yeah. in so many games because the defense stunk. But – um, I just don't see the offensive weapons. I think it, I think Bridgewater's a major downgrade from from Cam Newton if Cam's healthy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So sure, I can't see him being the future quarterback. Well, me, there. Yeah, I mean, me either. I just don't know. So the def- I've got to imagine they they're looking to like to grab a quarterback in the draft next year because they're not going to win too many games. Well, I would, ho- I, would I, I don't really know. hope they would use a pick on offense next year, yeah. at least one, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the the defense stunk last year. Yeah. And then you lose. Keekley and Poe and Bradbury and Reed. And I'm not really seeing where you replace these guys. Mm-hmm. Eli Apple has been bad everywhere he's yeah. been. To hear Whitehead has been fine. Yeah, he's all right. Uh, and then you're putting a lot of faith in rookies, guys like Derek Brown, who I think is going to be good. Yeah. But your tier gross yeah. Matos, I don't know. Jeremy Chin, I think is going to be good, but we don't know. Uh, Troy Pride, I don't think is going to be that great. I don't. Yeah. I don't and see you're hoping like the second year guys take a step too, like Brian Burns possibly. Like, Brian Burns was really good last year. Um, yeah. So, yeah. but then he's an edge rusher. So then, are you expecting mm-hmm. Shaq Thompson to, to hold down that Keekley spot because Luke Keekley was the best middle linebacker in mm-hmm. football? I I gotta imagine that's what they're thinking. Whether or not he's gonna be able to do it, I, I doubt it those because are no one big is Luke shoes Keekley, to fill. Very big shoes I, to fill. Mm-hmm. So I don't think, I don't think the offense is that great. And I don't think they mm-hmm. have a good enough defense to compete in this division. Like this could be, mm-hmm. 
this could be a team that ends up winning seven games and surprising me, but this could also be a team that wins sure. two games. I could see two to three. They're, um, they're pretty bad. I, I mean, it's, I just don't <laughs> see it. Also, like, the, the amount of touches, like, th- this is one of the questions I had written down for you, is, like, can McCaffrey keep this up? Or is, t- is, uh, is, 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 is at some point his body's got to break down on all the touches, right? Probably. You'd He's, think he hasn't really gotten banged up at all in his career so far. No, but he, he had, seems like he, he seems like he doesn't get Stanford take, too. That's true. It doesn't seem like he takes too many huge hits. Like I, I don't know. He he seems to be pretty shifty in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe like running backs are, are known to only, especially if you use them so much, they're only known to be to be uh, really good for a few years and then they start breaking down. Um, but he's he's a smaller. Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough question. I can't I can't answer that one. So you're. I guess. What's that? Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say you're a DJ Moore truther, and you think he's gonna be a star. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think he I has. Don't... I think he has all the, the makings of a star. I just don't know if they have a good enough line and quarterback play to make him sure. a star. Sure. I mean, I'd rather see him, you know, be on a team like Atlanta. Well, of course. In, the whole, in, the, in that same division, you know, it's a guy like Matt Ryan throwing to him, I think it'd be much better. So, what do you think? What do you think an actual projected stat line this year for a guy like DJ Moore is? Do you think he's like around 100 catches? Do you think he's more like? Like fifteen hundred yards? Do you think he's gonna find the end zone? Oh, like, what, I mean, what do you think? How do you think they're gonna use him? I don't know. Um, I'd have to look at. I, I don't know. I, I think you're right in saying that. I don't think they're gonna pass as much this season. So, um, what did he do last year? I'd have to look at his stats. Um, and they didn't really lose a lot on offense other than Greg Olson. Well, I mean, so there's um, two sides of that coin, though, because they I don't think their their game plan is to pass a lot, but yeah. I think their defense sure. stinks so bad they're going to have to throw That they're going to have to. Well, I, I mean, I don't know if he's ever going to be a big touchdown guy because he's not like a jump ball receiver, but he's going to get a, a few. I'd say maybe five, six touchdowns probably. Um, yeah, I could see him getting close to 100 catches, but that but that means that's going to eat into Christian McCaffrey's catches. So, um yeah, I, I could see him having a. I could see him having a similar stat line as last year. I think he's a talented enough receiver that, um, that, that he he'll be fine, especially if they're going to throw. I think, uh, my opinion at least, is that you're you're going to see a similar year that we saw last year out of DJ Moore, good, not elite, mm-hmm. and that next year might be the year. Might be the year if they, you know if they if they hit the lottery with they the quarterback. Just, well, they just got to figure something different out. I just they have to figure sure. out a way to use this kid and i think people are in the fantasy football community that we you know deal with a bunch a lot of people are saying you know you want him in dynasty i agree i don't think you want him in a redraft because yeah redraft's a little tougher i just don't think the volume's there to warrant Mm -hmm. taking him early i agree and it's um i just i think there's a lot of a lot of weight on this kid's shoulders thinking that he's going to be the next guy and they haven't had a, a elite receiver since, I guess Steve Smith, if you want to call him elite. Mm-hmm. So it's been a while. So it's I, I think mm-hmm. the, yeah. the, the making's there for it. I just don't think it's this year. Um, or maybe they have to throw the ball so much that he just yeah, racks it up. I think I think he's super talented. I mean, if a guy like uh, Hopkins can can kill it with you know the quarterbacks he's had over the over his career and i'm not saying dj moore is is up to that standard yet but but i think he's talented enough that he could be a top echelon receiver i mean i think if, if he takes that step he could it wouldn't matter who's throwing to him as long as you know they put it put it somewhere where he can get the ball you know yeah, what i mean i get that i get that so i yeah carolina very down on carolina sure i have atlanta next who do you have next i, I have atlanta next as so well. so i think we have the same the same order oh uh, yeah we must we must so atlanta their big storyline was they added todd Gurley. Yeah, yeah. And they also added uh, Dion Buchanan, Dante Fowler, and then Hayden Hurst to play tight end. They lost. They let De- Devontae Freeman go. Uh, Devondre Campbell go. Austin Hooper. Uh, Vic Beasley. Mm-hmm. Desmond Trufant. They drafted Trufant's replacement, A.J. Terrell, who um, mm-hmm. looked absolutely horrible in the national championship game, getting torched. Yeah. Uh, but he was being tor- torched by Jamar Chase, who is – was the best receiver in college football last year. Um, and then they drafted Marlon Davidson. So not a ton of roster turnover. I would, Yeah, nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. I, I really like Hayden Hurst in that yeah. offense. I think he is every bit as good as Austin Hooper. 
Yeah, I don't. There, there was no loss there. As you know, if anything, just a straight across. Yeah, I even. think I think Dante Fowler and Vic Beasley are essentially the same guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm not too worried about sure. that. And I think mm-hmm. I, I'm a big fan of Todd Gurley. Yeah, uh, I mean, if his knees can hold up, but the, I mean, he can't. I don't think he can take on a bell cow role still. I mean, I think you're gonna ha- you're gonna see Ito Smith and Brian Hill playing a little bit more. I think he's a bell cow. Personally, I think he's a bell cow. I don't think he is. I, I think, think the guy has arthritis in his knees, I and think, it's pretty obvious. I, th- I don't. I okay. So look at look at his stats last year when they were actually playing mm-hmm. him. He was elite. He was a top five running back. Sure. And then McVay stopped playing him, and it wasn't yeah. he wasn't on the injury report. They just stopped playing him. Yeah. And when they got to the end of the year when they were fighting for a playoff spot, they quit playing him. And I don't know what was going. On. And I, I also I'm, I'm a big believer that Sean McVay is incredibly overrated. Sure. And that the offense is just not, they're not fooling people anymore. Um, do I think Gurley's lost a step? Yeah. But I also think Gurley being back home in Georgia, playing on turf, I, uh, indoors, I think, I think Todd Gurley has a massive year. Uh, yeah, I hope so. I've always liked Todd Gurley a lot. I, yeah, I think his knees are in better shape than people think, and I think that that, that the Rams kind of did him a disservice to a certain extent by not playing him last year. But what if his knees are that arthritic? Then he basically got half a year off mm-hmm. for no reason. Mm-hmm. So now he's had time to to fix his training regimen, fix his diet, do whatever he needs to do to make sure his knees are healthy. He's got yeah. less wear on him. Here we go. I mean. Yeah, uh, I hope so. I think he has a lot left in the tank. Uh, he also yeah. this kind of smells like one of those things where he's on a one year contract, a tiny contract with the Falcons. I could see him blowing up, having a huge year, and then getting a massive deal next year, and then just knees blow out on him. So yeah, that could be. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I buy it, but yeah, that's, I, mean, that's, I, I hope so because I've always liked him. I just that's fine. I I, I mean, I could be dead wrong. I just it's it's. I think it's one of my hot takes this year. Is Todd Gurley is among the league leaders in rushing. Yeah, um, I think there's, they're going to run him and run him and run him, and he's going to be effective. Uh, mainly because I think that offense hums, and that offense is really good. You have Matt Ryan, who I think is drastically underrated. Yeah, and you have Julio and Calvin Ridley. Man, that offense is pretty good. Yeah. Do you think it's as? Do you think it's one of the better offenses in the league, or do you think I'm just kind of blowing it too too much out of proportion? I like their offense. I I think no, I don't think you're blowing it out of proportion. I mean, just like you said, I think Julio and Ridley are both great receivers. I think Ridley at some point will be their number one once Julio's uh, t- loses a step or is gone, which who knows when that'll be. Um, I even like Russell Gage in the slot. I think he's a good slot player, and I agree. Um, uh, I've I've kind of been had my eye on him in fantasy, so that makes me kind of I kind of have watched him a bit and I'm like oh, he's actually pretty good. I think he might get get some run. Mm-hmm. Um, good offense for him. Uh, Gurley, I hope I hope he can put it together. I think I think he's still at, at worst. Uh, Devonta Freeman from last year, you know, at worst. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So there's no loss there, and at best, it's Todd Gurley from a few years ago. Um, no, I think it's a great offense, a very dangerous offense with some interesting pieces on the defensive side as well. How do you feel about? Although they have some pretty big weaknesses too. What's that? How do you feel about Hayden Hurst in that offense? I yeah honestly I don't know too much about Hayden Hurst. Uh, I know he was drafted pretty highly by Baltimore and he's kind of um, been been there for a while. But he's a pretty solid blocker and um, he was supposed to be the receiver out of that because that was the year they drafted. It was Hurst and Mark Andrews and he was supposed to be the yeah. receiver and Andrews receiver. was supposed to be the inline blocker. And boy did that change. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I I really like Hayden Hurst there. Matt Ryan uses the tight end. Mm-hmm. Um. I am a believer that Austin Hooper is not that great of a football player. Yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know. I, think I don't know what of, I feel about him. I think a lot of his success last year happened because they were locked down on Julio and Ridley on the outside, and yeah. there was no running back to catch the ball since Freeman got hurt. Sure. And they didn't. I mean, they they their running backs were absolutely atrocious once Freeman went down. Edo Smith was horrible. Brian Hill was horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Matt Ryan had to chuck the ball sixty times a game. Yeah. Um, I don't think you're going to see that this year. I. I think the offense is going to be really good. I think they're going to lean on Gurley in the run as long as he's healthy. And the offensive line was really banged up last year. They were young, and they got beat up with injuries in the preseason. They're healthy now. Yeah. I think this team could be a a surprise team. If the defense can hold up, they could really be 
pushing for yeah, a wild card. Yeah, I can see card. that too. Yeah, I agree. Um, I do worry about the defense, though. Um, mm-hmm. There's some big holes. I don't know if they can hold up. The secondary. I, I yeah. really don't know if they can hold up. They're, they're going to get Keanu Neal back after another year of injury. I feel like every year yeah. it's, everyone's like, oh, Keanu Neal's back. Bad. And he's, hurt. He's, he's so talented, too. Um, and when he got his chance to play, he was he was really good. Yeah. I, I think A.J. Terrell's going to be just fine as the, the, mm-hmm. the lead corner there. But you're in a division where you have Tampa – and you have mm-hmm. New Orleans, and they're going to throw the ball a lot. Yeah, and that's that's four games. That and you even have to be able and to even stop. if even if I know we just talked about Carolina, even if Carolina's pieces kind of come together on offense and they and they and they do some damage, even even Carolina has a few weapons, McCaffrey and more. You know, uh, yeah, they so. can move the ball for sure. Yeah, if 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 they can get the ball, I mean, they not the heart back on Carolina, but if they can get the ball to McCaffrey or, or more in space, there's. Yeah, you know, they're going to move the chains a bunch. I don't know if they're going to be good mm-hmm. enough to score a lot of points. Sure. Because when that field shortens down in the red zone, then there's less space to work with. Um, yeah. Obviously, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. I I just I I have a soft spot for the Falcons. I don't know why. And every year, I feel like I'm much higher than I need to be on them. Yeah, they've always been pretty <laughs> successful. So, Even I yeah I don't know. yeah I don't know. Uh, I just poured this uh, little dab, and it is like. Very, very foamy. <laughs> it is. is it? Oof, oh, weird. Boy, I was letting it settle, That's man. No good. Just letting it settle. Uh, I have Tampa second. I'm assuming you do too. Yeah, yeah, I do as well. Man, did Tampa Bay reconstruct? They blew up that their team, team. right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, in Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Nadamakan mm-hmm. Sue, out Jameis Winston, Carl Nassib, Brashad Perryman, and then they go out and they draft and they draft yeah. Tristan Wirfs, who I was like huge very high on yeah he was my favorite tackle in the draft uh antoine winfield jr who i think is going to be an elite defensive back day one as a safety uh Keyshawn vaughn who i'm i'm i like but i don't think he's going to be the lead guy there and tyler johnson who i think might end up being one of the steals of the draft there's two two receivers in particular tyler johnson's one of them the other one is the kid uh, what's his name brian edwards from South Carolina, Brian Edwards. I think those two yeah. guys have and, the potential and, uh, to be two of the two of the best receivers in this class. Yeah, I like Brian Edwards as well. I like him a lot. I just hate that Oakland has yeah. like a million receivers and we don't know how they're going to use any of them. True. Tyler yeah, Johnson Edwards is kind of is. There's no one else. That, I don't know. We don't need to talk about this. Tyler Johnson has a role. <laughs> like yeah. Day one, Seems he like should it. he should be the slot guy. Day one, mm-hmm. he has to beat Scott Miller to get that job. I think he can do that. Yeah. Uh, Brady loves the slot guys. I mean, yeah. Do the math, right? Um, but this this team's defense was surprisingly good last year. Yeah, really. They have some really they have good some talented pieces, and their offense yeah. is dangerous. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you have maybe the best one-two receiver combo in football in Mike Evans you and Chris have Godwin. To think so, right? I don't even know who the number yeah. one is there. Yeah. I think half yeah. half people will say Godwin, another half will say Evans. I think it's Evans. That's still. right. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like you can't double team one because the other one's going to be in single coverage. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you if you bring yeah. if you bring the two safeties over to help, then you're leaving the middle of the field open for you know the slot or Gronkowski. I mean, I don't know what Gronk, I don't yeah. know what Gronk has left. So Gronk took a season off, lost a bunch of weight, signed a WWE contract. Uh, never really wrestled. He he won a title, but never really wrestled. <laughs> and apparently, he really yeah. rubbed a lot of people the wrong way there. Really on his way out. That's, that's the, the the word. Um, Great, but Tom Brady in Florida with Bruce Arians as the coach, and I think yeah. I think Brady's got a big chip on his shoulder because the, yeah. the the narrative has been Brady's only good because he's a Patriot, and it's always in Brady and yeah. Belichick, Brady and Belichick, Belichick and Brady. They're they're inseparable. Now they're away from each other, and yeah. I think Brady wants to prove that he is successful without having Belichick there. Sure. And I think this team does set him up pretty well for success. Maybe not year one. Oh, yeah. But maybe Maybe not. Maybe more so next year when there's a lot of uncertainty with New Orleans. Sure. And it's going to have to be either year one or year two because – I mean, I mean, just be just be honest. And I know I've said this. I've said this for many years now. But <laughs> at some point, Tom Brady is, is going to look like Peyton Manning did at the end of his career. I know they're very different quarterbacks. But I'm just saying at some point that's going to happen. 
Um, and then, like, what? When was the last time Brady had this many offensive weapons around him in never. New England? I feel like the last few years, yeah, never if, never, if at all. But I, especially the last few years, it's been pretty. Like he's really, I feel like he's propped up a lot of kind of average players. So Tom Brady, um, and so he's throwing. A, I mean, Evans, Godwin, Gronk. I mean, Tyler Johnson, a few of those other slot guys like Miller, and I can't think of who else they have on their team. Uh, Vaughn and and Rolo and um, OJ Howard still there. Uh, yeah. That's. <laughs> I, I think is Cameron Brate still there too. I think so. I, I'm sure they won't use him, but I mean that's that's three three tight ends you can throw to in the red zone right there. That, that that's a lot of different options that Tom Brady has, oh, and man, uh, I'm telling you, I very curious to see how this goes. I'm kind of a fan. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Tom Brady, but I'm kind of a fan this year of the Bucks. I kind of excited. I think they're going to be really fun. Like the they're going to be really fun to watch, and I think mm-hmm. I think there's a little bit of Brady that just kind of wants to you know double middle finger New England, sure. and just say like, yeah, okay, you know, like you guys have never given me receivers. Now I have. Evans and Godwin and, and the, yeah. the difference is like it's interesting because it's a comparison I see a lot on social media and you just made it about Brady and Peyton Manning and mm-hmm. I think the big difference there is that Peyton Manning had reconstructive back surgery sure and when he yeah. when he had his, his spine fused he lost strength he lost he mm-hmm. lost uh, hand strength in the ball but he also lost a lot of arm strength and it showed mm-hmm. in Denver he didn't throw the deep ball incredibly well in Denver no, he, looked, um, he won a Super Bowl looking pretty awful. Yeah. He, he, I mean, he had that ridiculous statistical year uh, in Denver. Yeah. And that was just because everything fell in line. I mean, he had, he had Demarius mm-hmm. Thomas at the peak of his career. He had Manny Sanders. He, I mean, that, that team just overachieved across yeah. the board. Yeah. Brady's never had arm injuries. Brady's never had back injuries. No, you're right. He's had one injury, and that was an ACL, and he came back from it. And sure. all of the, the advanced metrics, if you want to buy into that or not, I'm kind of 50-50 whether I believe them or not. But there, there's a stat that is essentially how fast the ball comes out of, a, out of the hand. It's like a release yeah. speed. or uh, it's, it's something more eloquent than that is what they call it. But uh, Brady had a higher release speed than any of the quarterbacks drafted last year. Okay. So That's, yeah, his arm fair. is there. He's always yeah, been sure. he's always been incredibly accurate with horrible receivers. The only good I mean mm-hmm. I, I'll go to bat to say the only good receiver he's ever had is Randy Moss. Yeah. Because I don't think Wes Welker was that good of a receiver and I don't think Julian Edelman's that good of a receiver. I think they have some moments and they're little guys in the slot that can find separation. Randy Moss was a yeah. legit number 1. Yeah. And other yeah. than that, who was he playing with? Dion Branch? Yeah. And now he's got two number ones. <laughs> now he's got two number ones. He's got a tight end that he yeah. trusts in Gronkowski. Mm-hmm. He's got a receiving tight end who should be the next big thing in O.J. Howard. Yeah. Um, and he's got a couple of running backs that are actually really interesting that I want to talk about. So I, I'm i a Ronald Jones guy. Okay. Because I think that when he did play last year, he was more electric um, than a lot of backs. He mm-hmm. He runs hard. He definitely looked better last year than he, he did. He looked a lot year. better last year. For some reason, a lot of people are really uh, like divisive about him and saying that he is just he's he's hot garbage and that this job is mm-hmm. Keyshawn Vaughn's and I just don't see it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because you're going to see them both. But to be fair, you're going to see mm-hmm. them both because I think that. Keyshawn Vaughn's more of a pass catcher. Well, I think Ronald Jones is a better pass catcher than people give him credit for. You th- I don't know. You but think so? I think so. Um, okay. I think that they just didn't use him in that role last year. They didn't really throw the ball to the backs except for the, the third down back. I forget his name. Dare. Uh... Yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. I forget his, his name. And he's still going to get some work, too, uh, as, as mm-hmm. a third down back. But I think that the thing that kept Ronald Jones out of the lineup last year is that he was a horrible pass blocker. Yeah. And it was it was really similar to the same thing that kept Miles Sanders out at the beginning of the season is that he, they just couldn't pick up a blitz. So if they were in and someone came off the edge, they just they couldn't chip them and slow them down. Mm-hmm. So they lost a little bit of playing time. And that's where guys like Jordan Howard, you know, stood in and blocked. He was a horrible decoy to catch the ball. Yeah, but he could at least keep Wentz upright. The same way that I think last year Peyton Barber, you know, kept Jameis Winston upright so he could throw an interception. Yeah. So this team was pretty decent last year. With a quarterback that threw a lot of picks, Brady's not going to make those stupid mistakes that Winston made. Mm-hmm. He's also not going to take the chances that Winston took that were positive. Right. Um, 
I think so, I think they're going to throw the ball a lot, but I think Jones ends up leading sure. that. That I think it's more of like a 70-30 split. Yeah. Um, I think Jones will be a pretty effective back. you got to remember, Ronald Jones is really young. Yeah. He's still only so, 23? Sure, yeah. So just receiver-wise, yeah. who do you think is going to benefit more from Tom Brady? Do you think it's going to be Godwin or Evans? Godwin. Because they're, they're different. Yeah, Godwin for sure. So I think, yeah. I think they're both going to be 1,000-yard receivers. Sure, I think I think so too. I think they're both going to be pushing seven to ten touchdowns, give or take. Yeah, you know, could mm-hmm. swing either way. I think Godwin is a more Godwin is a more athletic I receiver. Sure, I see Godwin a, a little bit more in that Edelman role, but but a much better player than Edelman is. Yeah, I can see him being the kind of the the go to guy, whereas sure. Evans is a big play guy. He's a huge body. Mm-hmm. Uh, he essentially won Johnny Manziel a Heisman Trophy at A and M. Because yeah. Manziel just did throw, a it up throw the ball up in the air and Evans went up and got and, it. And Evans got it. Uh, yeah. He is a a he's a, he's a wide receiver basically in a tight end's body. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's huge. And that's another thing where it hits, he's pretty fast. Yeah. He's pretty fast. So you have, I mean, yeah. Realistically, man, like you got you got a guy who loves the throw to the tight end in Tom Brady, and then mm-hmm. you got if you count Evans, you got Evans, Gronk, Howard, and Brait, mm-hmm. all there. I don't. Huge bodies. I mean, there's just big bodies, and you have yeah. a, a division where Carolina lost Keekly. Yeah. And Atlanta is is always an injury concern with guys like Deion Jones. Mm-hmm. Yep. Neil Jones. Whatever. Yeah. So that middle of the field might just be. It's always going to be there. There might be a bunch of seam routes. Uh, yeah. For, for the Bucks, I think the the Bucks ceiling is going to a Super Bowl. Sure, I could see that. Um, what do you think about their defense? I like it. It's young. Yeah, I it's do too. It's, it's, it's young and young it's talented. Pesky. I think that you're Super not gonna talented. you're not gonna see the same season out of Shaq Barrett that you saw last year. Probably not. Where he was just sacking everybody off of a three point stance. I mean, it's it's young, but they also have some 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 veterans there. I mean, they still have JPP who's who's older, and Sue they they picked up mm-hmm. William Golston. Um, that's that's a pretty tough line, defensive line, even uh, and edge guys. I with, with I like uh, and Levante David still there, obviously. I like this yeah. team a lot. I, I think the secondary needs to be better. They need to take another step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're very very young, but if they can take another step, this team's right there in the conversation to to win this division. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I mean, we'll, we'll see, because it's yeah. it's it's hard to bet against the team that we both have number one. That's New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um. Man, New Orleans. New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans. They didn't really do much with their roster because they never really do much with their roster. Yeah, they don't. Uh, they tend to seem pretty. But they made pretty, they made three yeah. interesting ads. So they added Emmanuel Sanders. Um, yeah. Who I think is a huge upgrade over the the, the rolling cast of characters they had trying yeah, to play opposite again. Michael Thomas. Sure. Um, yeah, I agree. They added Jameis Winston to be the backup, so he takes over the Bridgewater role. Um, I think that's interesting because I, that's another guy I think has a big chip on his shoulder and thinks that he kind of got shafted by Tampa. I don't think he did, but I think the fact that he it took so long for a team to take a chance on him to be a backup I think is kind of ridiculous. Sure, um, yeah. And they added Malcolm Jenkins in the back end, who is a Pro Bowl level safety, yeah, uh, which is nice because they lost a Pro Bowl level safety in Von Bell. They let him go. Um, they also let Teddy Bridgewater go, like we talked about. Ted Ginn, who was kind of a jack of all trades for him, yeah. Uh, Eli Apple and he was fine. AJ yeah. Klein. They had an interesting draft. They drafted Cesar Ruiz from uh, Michigan, mm-hmm. who was a center, but they already have a center, so they're saying Ruiz is going to yeah. play guard. Going to be a great, yeah, right guard. Um, Zach Bond, who I was a big fan of as an edge rusher, they drafted, and then yeah. Adam Troutman, who was my favorite tight end in the draft. Um, yeah, seems like a perfect fit for that. I kind of wonder if Adam Troutman is one of those like below the radar like fantasy producers this year at the tight end position. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, out of out of this draft, there's been a lot of crazy. Just uh, who knows who the best might be? God, there's so many. There's a lot of kind of mediocre-ish to possibly really good tight ends that that people are, are all over Cole Komet, and I just don't see it. Yeah, Cole Komet. I mean, Harrison Bryant. Uh, I like Harrison Bryant. He's just kind of yeah. he's just blocked by, by Hooper. Out and Joku and and Hooper. Yeah. Um. So my three questions for for New Orleans are all offensive centered. Like, is this Drew Brees last year? 
It sure seems like it. It seemed like uh, last year was going to be his last year, <laughs> didn't he? Because he, he, he kind of went back and forth, and it seemed like he was going to retire, and then, and then boom, he came back. Um, yeah, I think it, it sure seems like it. Um, yeah, and then and they have a pretty good, pretty decent uh, insurance policy. If he does leave, I don't know, it's Winston on one year, a one year contract probably. Yeah, um, he is. Um, but they have to have some sort of plan in place. Because I feel like he's probably he's probably gonna hang it up here. Do you think that Alvin Kamara can stay healthy? Yeah, I think he can stay healthy. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't remember exactly. You don't think so? Why not? Been banged up every year. Has he been banged up every year? Yeah. He's 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 a small body. I feel like it was just back. last year. He's, that's true. But what is that? I mean, he's not that small. Five ten, two fifteen. That's not super small. Yeah. I uh. I, uh I, he was banged up a little at the beginning of last year, and then he. Uh, and he came on a lot stronger towards the end, from what I remember. Um, I don't remember him being banged up at eighteen or seventeen, but I could be I could be wrong there. Well, he is his usage was was lower those years because they had Mark Ingram. Yeah, that's true. So very when true. They, when they tried to make him a bell cow, he got hurt because <laughs> he's yeah. You know, um, I like Kamara a lot, and I think he's an electric player, but I think he's best used as a change of pace type guy, like sure. a fifty fifty. Type guy. Yeah. I don't know how much they trust Lat Murray to be the other fifty. Yeah. There. That's my biggest concern with this team is how the running backs play. Um, sure. Because what I'm not concerned about is Michael Thomas, and especially when Drew Brees is playing quarterback, because it's essentially going to be every play is going to be is Thomas open? Throw the ball to Thomas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There's what we saw last year. Is there any way he can replicate the stats he put up last year? Yeah, yeah, I think he can. I think he's a super talented receiver that that is probably the best in the league right now, or one of the best, top three. Um, yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, they're gonna still throw him the ball, and they'll ha- they have he. There's even more or less pressure taken off of him with Emmanuel Sanders on the other side rather than like you mentioned before, uh, Keith Kirkwood, Gin, Gin or Kirkwood, or I I, I couldn't even tell you Traquan who else was over Smith there. Um, was over Traquan there for a while. Smith. Yeah, um, um, they had other guys. Yeah, I I absolutely think he could he could he could. Uh, replicate the year from last year he's 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 super talented and obviously breeze is probably going to be the same quarterback he has been is, he's another guy that doesn't seem like he's really taking a step back m- much of a step back he's, he's just like brady in that in that sense where uh, he's just a, a, a great quarterback who still still has it and he doesn't really need to be uh he doesn't he doesn't need you know he doesn't rely on strength or whatnot he he's 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 a crafty guy and a uh, good quarterback he's ridiculously accurate I sure. Mean, just yeah. Scary. Yep. Accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, how good are the Saints? Do you think? Like realistically, how, do you think they're the best team in the NFC? Do you think that they're like in the conversation, or do you think this is the year where they kind of start regressing a little bit? I think this might be the last year they're in the conversation. Yeah. Maybe because of Breeze, but even if the even if Breeze stays another year, I think I think this is probably this is probably in. But at the same time, I could see, like you said, Kamara getting banged up again a little bit, and. Um, not having much depth at that running back position, uh, no. I, but I think they're super talented. I, I think this is this might be the last year for them um, to really make make a big a big dent in the NFC. What What do you think they're going to do at running back next year with Kamara as a free agent? Oh man, I don't know. Do you think Do you um, think he's the franchise guy? Do you think he's worth investing a, a, a stupid amount of money like they've I been doing? Th- I think he. I think he is. I, I mean, you see teams investing in. Well, I don't know. It's tough to say. <laughs> That's tough to say. I'm 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 kind of half and half. I mean, I I do kind of agree with what you said earlier. I mean, he's not Saquon Barkley. He's not Ezekiel Elliott. He's not that big back who's gonna who's gonna you know play four or five really good years of football. Probably. I I think you're probably right. He might. He's not really a bell cow guy. He's more of a pass catching back, and and he's super electric in that sense. But he's super talented. Um, and when he's he plays well and when he's used properly, maybe not as a belt cow. I think he's worth the money. But at the same time, are running backs really worth that much money? They could they could go ahead and let him go and draft a running back in the second third round, who could be maybe not as good as Kamara, but still very very effective. Yeah, I'm... I mean that's kind of the thing about running backs is like you can kind of let them go unless they're really really good, and and draft one. And a lot of times the rookie will be just as good because because. Young running backs, that that's when they're their best, almost like the first three, four years, and then they and then they kind of go downhill. I wonder if they're gonna, other than Derrick Henry, oh, yeah, other than Derrick Henry, <laughs> uh, I wonder if they're gonna they make a play at a different free agent running back, maybe. Like maybe they're, maybe not opposed to paying a running back, but maybe that running back is a guy like Delvin Cook, 
or maybe it's yeah. a Nick Chubb or um, no Nick Chubb's not even a free agent is he not yet I don't Cream so, Hunt no. is though and I oh boy yeah. Cream Hunt <clears throat> in New Orleans would be something mm-hmm. else yeah um, would be and he would fit them you know he'd kind of fit because New Orleans hasn't exactly had the highest character guys dating back to you know Bounty Gate and all that the Bounty Gate yeah no that's so, right maybe that works out. Um, yeah. I think New Orleans is good, but I think they take a step back this year. I think they begin their okay. regression this year. I think they're they're sure. they're still the best team on paper in this division, mainly because they have the best defense yeah. on, on the division. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Marshawn Lattimore is the best. I, they could, but I mean, yeah. Lattimore is the best corner in the division. They have the best receiver in the division in Michael Thomas. Um, yeah. You know, I don't think they have the best running back, but I think they have the second best. With uh, with Kamara, um, sure. If they if they give him too many touches carrying the ball, they're gonna probably regret it. But um, but I think this is the year Breeze yeah. starts to regress a little bit, and I think that there's so mm-hmm. much emphasis put in New Orleans about Taysom Hill and being this guy that he's the he's the heir apparent, but he's also a tight end, <laughs> but he's also a receiver, but he's also special teams. Yeah, and he can do this. Yeah. I don't get it. Because I don't. Yeah, I don't get it either. I just don't get it. Like even when I watch the games with a non fantasy perspective, and just watch him, like he might make a play a game. Yeah, might. And like it's also yeah, and like it's usually not with his arm. And it's usually if it if it, if it is if he does throw like a fifty yard touchdown or something like that, it's less about him and more about a receiver who blew past coverage just and being wide, wide open. open. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. So like I don't I don't get it. Uh, I don't get it either. Yeah, Hill I don't know guy. why they're talking him up. <laughs> never been a Taysom Hill guy. They put a first round tender no. on the guy this year. I know. He, like, no one's gonna give up a first round pick for Taysom. Hill. <laughs> of course not. For a thirty I, no a thirty year old quarterback who's never been a starter. Yeah, it's very it's strange. It I don't know what's going on there. No, um, it's not. No, I, 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 I do think this this division gets two playoff teams. I'm thinking about this in my head now because we haven't done – we've only done the NFC North. We haven't done the East or the West. So I'm trying to think yeah. who I have in the playoffs off the top of my head. Yeah, I know. I haven't really thought of that either. Uh, um, I'm thinking one, two. It's probably one in the East, right? One in the East – Maybe two in the north. I think one in the east, one in the north, two in the south, two in the west. Yeah, two in the west. I think that's yeah, the way it's going to be. I can see that too. Yeah. I think Atlanta's going to make it close, though. Uh, sure. I yeah. think this division's going to be tight. I don't think anyone's going to run away with it. I don't think anyone's going to be uh, anywhere near a number one seed in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Um, I think New Orleans wins the division, but I think they probably win it with something like a 10 and 6 record. Maybe 11 okay. and 5. See that. And like Tampa will be right like a game behind them. I think it's one of those. One of those divisions where they're going to kind of cannibalize each other to a certain extent. Sure. Which I don't think is a bad thing. It makes competitive football. It's kind of fun that way. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. And when we, when, we, yeah. when we get to the NFC West, I'm going to feel really similar, to be honest with you, because the NFC West. The NFC West is tough. The NFC West, I think, is is an, a very interesting division because I think it's it's yeah. very it's I mean, very top heavy with San Francisco and Seattle. But I don't. Sure. I'm not sleeping on Arizona and the Rams. No, I don't think Arizona is nearly as bad as they have been, obviously, or the Rams necessarily. I don't know. The Rams are kind of a mess, but yeah, I agree. Hard to say. It's up in the air. Yep. Um, man, what? Uh, we usually talk about what we've been watching. Have you watched anything cool? Oh man, what have we been watching? Um, last time I talked Rosie to you, just it was... came down here, so you can probably hear the dog all of a sudden. But uh, I don't. Anyway, yeah. what now? I said last okay. last time I talked to you was Stargate. Was the last thing that you had Stargate. Oh god, what have we watched? Oh, we watched uh, in the Van Gogh. New York after that. Oh, that's right. Okay, so you did, yes. you did finish it. What did you think? We watched. Yeah, uh, I loved it personally. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. Um, Oh god, yeah. I mean, just sci-fi action movie is fantastic. With, 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 just cheese. A lot of cheese, which is great though. Yep. Good cheese. Yep. <laughs> you know? Good cheese. High end um, cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I enjoyed it. I was worried that I, that because I hadn't really watched it before no, as like man, a younger great. person, and um, but but even now I, I really enjoyed it. And then uh, Shell hadn't seen the newest Star Wars, so we we watched the last one. You know, so we well, watched yeah. that yeah. one. What'd you think? Um, she liked it. She likes them all, and I, you know, to be honest, I really liked it too. I, I still like the, the, the newer Star Wars is better than the middle three. Um, yeah, oh, I mean, still like I mean the, the, the prequels, you mean? The, yes, better yeah. than the prequels. I agree. Sorry. The prequels. Yeah, I never know how to. So here's my here's prequels my, are horrible. my quick take on, on the prequels is like you when you watch New Hope and Empire and Jedi is like you, keep, you have this like maybe it's because we were kids and we watched it. But like 
you get Maybe. this. They're really good stories, though. So yeah, but I'm saying like my point is like you have this this you don't really see Jedi's like you see Obi Wan in a movie. Uh huh. You see Yoda, but not fight anybody. Just yeah. a quick training scene, and Yoda's done, right? Yes, and like a, just a wise old man, and it's, pretty it's much. Luke. It's him Luke's, and Luke's the only yeah. Jedi you see. But you mm-hmm. keep you hear right. all these stories about the Jedi are wise and and wonderful and fantastic and they're they're amazing, and then you watch the prequels and you realize the Jedi Council are a bunch of losers. Yeah, they like, were. They're all just a bunch of doofuses. <laughs> and whether or not they meant to do that or not, I'm not sure. <laughs> but that's I what, don't that's know. What, but yeah. man, like, they're, they're, and I think it ruined it a little bit. Well, there was a lot that ruined those prequels. A lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I just like. I don't. I've been talking a lot of Star Wars because my my kids are obsessed with it right now, um, and probably for the yeah. foreseeable future because it's just been yeah. it's been the, the entire quarantine has been Star Wars mania over here, which is I'm sure. about over it. But uh, <laughs> never, <laughs> but never. No, I I I agree. I like the uh, I agree with Shell. I like the the last three. Um, yeah, I like them. I, fine. I enjoyed them. All. I like them fine. I think it's they're not amazing. They're not amazing. There's, there's definitely there's definitely bad things and things I don't love it's about a them. It's a lot but, of rehash I mean, fun. of the, the first. Uh, sure, a lot of three, a lot of rehash, but but all three are fun. I enjoy, I enjoyed it. I, I I got into it. There's a lot of cool like cool scenes in all three of them. There's a lot of scenes um, I, mean, I thought God, were really stupid though too. Well, there's some stupid scenes, but but I think I think of more of the cool ones personally. I don't know. Like Luke, uh, Luke drinking the milk off the. I, I like that. I don't even care. You did? I loved it. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I loved it. No, I thought it was great. <laughs> I'm all about Luke drinking milk from some weird-ass alien. Yes. Sign me up. That was that was amazing. <laughs> that is. That's, that's late. I don't know why, because it just felt so not Star Wars, but it also felt real. <laughs> it's like the guy's the guy needs to, to get sustenance, and maybe that's the only way he can get it. He, that's what he was doing. That This has been, this has been Casey's hot take. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you brought it up. You That's brought true. it up. I, I loved it. I set him up. You knock him down, bud. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Anything else you guys are watching? Oh man. Now that's the last thing we watched, yeah. and we've been watching Queer Eye. Uh, we finished the the newest season of that. And cool. We we love that show. Great. Um, and then I think I will be choosing the next movie, but I'm not really sure what it is. Nice. So maybe tonight we'll start that or something like that. Awesome. What about you guys? The Wire. Distill the, the Wire. So yeah. have you watched the wire? the wire? Yeah, of course. Okay. It's been, gosh, man, six, seven years. Okay. I was making sure because I don't want to like. I don't, I don't remember much like, of it. Say anything that will. No, you won't ruin it. anything. I, but I, but I literally don't remember much about so it. So I'm gonna, it's I'm so just long. gonna say this. If you're listening to the podcast right now, I'm gonna talk a little bit, really briefly about the Wire. But I'm, if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert. Okay. Dude, it's too late. Spo- There's no spoiler yeah. alert for the wire. Well, also, if you haven't seen it at this point, it doesn't matter. You're also fifty. You're fifty-four-ish. Oh, probably less than that after I do editing. But you're fifty-ish minutes, fifty-something minutes into this podcast at this point. Like, if you haven't seen the wire, just turn it off, and we'll see you next week. Because I, I, I got to get this <laughs> off my chest. So, we watched season three. Melissa's never seen it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she had a hard time with season three because she thought it was really slow. And it starts off a little slow, but it picks up, and it's just when you when you meet, you you get more of a, an in depth look into the the political side of it. And it's not the it's not like season four where it's all about the mayor race, but it's in the schools. But like it's, um, mm-hmm. you know, you have the councilman who wants to run for mayor, but he's doing it in kind of a shady way. And then you have the the drug free zone in Amsterdam, and all this. And then like as we're as we're watching it, she like the other night is out of nowhere. In the middle of an episode, there's nothing that even cues anything away. She looks at me and goes, So Stringer's gonna die, huh? And I was like, What? <laughs> you know, <laughs> she's she's, she's yeah, like, yeah. Well, it's either Avon or Stringer. It's gotta be Stringer. And I was like, I don't know, we'll have to keep watching. Because like, yeah. what do you say? And then of course yeah, like, you it's, don't say it's, yes, yes. It's very heavily telegraphed, obviously, when Brother Mizone comes back and, and finds Omar. But like, you know, um. Yeah. After after that Stringer Bell episode, it's the, it's the penultimate episode of the season. Yeah. Um, yeah. She just jaw dropped. Was just like that was an incredible hour of TV. Sure. I was like, I've been telling you, this is the best season yeah. I've ever seen of any show this season. Man, I mean, Shell and I have to rewatch that. We've been talking about it for a while now. It's incredible. Gosh, I don't remember anything. I yeah. I mean yeah. It is. It's just so it's so good. We just we we watched the first episode of season four. Uh, last night and she was like I don't really want to watch it because like there's no one I really care about anymore 
And I was like, wait, there's no one you care about. And she's like, there's no villain that like has redeeming factors. And I'm like, well, they, there's lots of villains that you like, like Preston and Slim Charles and Proposition mm-hmm. Joe and like all. And she's like, okay, you got me. I'm back in. <laughs> like, okay, <Great>. okay. <laughs> that's easy. <laughs> but we watched the uh, that first episode, and it was um, every, every season of The Wire. The first episode or so is a little slow. Because it sets it, sure. it kind of sets yeah. it up, and it's just setting the tone. Such. Setting the tone, like Prez is, you know, become a school teacher somehow. <laughs> Some yep. they never really get into how he just kind of becomes a school teacher, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. which I think is That's what you do, super right? weird. Yeah, like you, you know, you shoot a cop, get it, you know, accused of being a, a, a racist idiot, and you become a school teacher. And now Baltimore. you're a teacher. Um, yeah, yeah, totally normal. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, of course it's, it is. It's I don't know it's it's a good four is a good season but unfortunately I think you kind of jump the shark when Stringer Stringer dies and you know you find out that Avon and Stringer sold each other out unknowingly yeah. which is like incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that's my wire rant. If you're if you are still with us after I told you to stop listening to our podcast, <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're just we're in all on the wire. But uh, I think we're in the same place though. Is like this is this is a lot of hours of the wire we've watched. Over the past yeah, couple yeah. weeks, so I think we need a movie to cleanse. Sure. Um, yeah. I just don't know what that's going to be yet. So. But you still got your list going, right? Uh, yeah, we still got our list going. We haven't watched anything in yeah. like a couple months, but we. Yeah, because you've been watching going. The Wire. Yeah. Well, there's so much stuff that yeah. we've talked about, like randomly watching that isn't on the list. It just like pops in our head, like you know what? We haven't seen Magnolia yeah. in a long no, time. No, yeah, I agree. Or like yeah. we haven't seen. Yeah. I don't know why sure. Magnolia was the first thing that popped in my head, but it's true. I haven't seen Magnolia in a long time. Um, it's a fun movie. I like it. Not fun. I was going to say, I don't, I was going to say, what? Not fun. Point, I mean, point fun. me to the fun part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'll take that one back. It's a, it's a beautifully intriguing made, movie. It's a beautifully made movie. It's a beautifully made, intriguing movie. Yes, I, that, I 100% yes. agree with that. Lot, no not, fun not there. Fun, there's not a lot of, but... there's not a lot of fun with anything Darren Aronofsky, so. Oh, Aronofsky. Well, that's that, not Aronofsky. That's, uh, that's uh, no, it's, uh, yeah, 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 sorry. Uh, there's a what same thing. There's not a lot of uh, <laughs> also with, not with, a lot of fun uh, things with Aronofsky. <laughs> yeah, no. To be fair, for some reason it always seems like that feels like an Aronofsky movie. But um, yeah, you're right. I think it's too it's too artsy to be an Aronofsky movie. Too artsy. It's a little too. Ha- have you seen Pi? I mean, oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But Pi Pi was Aronofsky's pretty artsy, man. Yeah, I, I mean. Aronofsky's. For some reason, I keep keep thinking of Paul Thomas Anderson movies when I when I when I am going to talk about Aronofsky. So never mind. I was going to think it. I was going to say Black Swan, but that's not him either. Oh yeah, Black, Black uh, Swan anyway. is Aronofsky. That is Aronofsky. Yeah. Jesus, Black Swan is Aronofsky. That, wait, that's that's artsy too. I don't I don't, uh, know, I don't know. I don't think Black Swan's nearly as artsy as as Pi or even Requiem for that matter. Uh, but Aronofsky also made The Wrestler and he made The Fountain. And sure, uh, I mean, but like, those are okay. You know, he Aronofsky kind of dabbles. He dabbles. That's right. He dabbles. Whereas P.T. Anderson is is very. I like his films, but his films are very. um, They're very. They're they're tough to break into. They're tough to break into, and like like uh, Inherent Vice, um, The Master. The Master is very difficult to break into. It's so is Inherent Vice. Yes. Yeah. um, Extremely. But then he makes like There Will Be Blood, and it's 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 one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. But so. both of those movies, I don't like The Master and Inherent Vice. Like, um, I watched them and I really enjoyed them, but I didn't quite get them. But they're movies that I still think about. And I'm like, I really need to rewatch those and get back to, into them because because there's something there that I really liked. See, the, the thing I think that's that might be the difference. Sure, in my opinion, is is that P. Sure, Anderson movies that. are to me they're rewatchable because you want to watch them and and try to dive deeper into what it means. Where sure. Aronofsky movies are, I don't, it's not I don't, quite I don't like think that. it's hard to yeah. understand necessarily the meaning of the movie, but you want to rewatch yeah. it because it's so captivating. Sure. Um, yeah, that's right. I mean, that's even a, good, a movie which, a which I think is a stinker. I think The Fountain is a stinker, personally. Really? I watched it once and I thought it was amazing and beautiful. And I think it was, it's, it really, I think it's really me, beautiful, but I don't think it's, I, I think it's one of his worst, huh. one of his worst right. films. Um but I'm also a sucker for the wrestler because he made that super gritty. I love the wrestler. He made it, it was super very gritty. super gritty, and I think that was it was really. I, I know I'm not a big fan of Black Swan personally. I think it was all right. Um, okay, but mainly it's just because I I just I love Requiem, even though it's so hard to watch. 
Uh, very hard to watch. I could only watch that once. I don't think I could watch it again. I've I've seen it a handful of times, and it's mm-hmm. it's just because everyone is it's 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 great writing, it's great cinematography, and it's great performances yeah. from everybody, and it's just it's one of those I'm it's prob- one of those movies that like you feel like this like this is too good to be so underground. Sure. You know what I mean? I'm pro- I'm probably the one person that loved Mother. I still haven't one. seen it. Still haven't seen it. Yeah, it's. I don't know if you, I don't know if you'd like it or not. It's pretty out there. I don't mind out there. But I I, I, abs- I absolutely loved it. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, I think there's parts I'll probably like and parts I'll probably think are a little overkill, you know? Sure. Uh, but I mean, I, I can say that about any director, really, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, like we talked about The Lighthouse. You go gaga over The Lighthouse, and I thought it, I <laughs> I thought it, was, I thought it was good. I've been, not, wanna, I've been thinking about that. I'm like, I'm like I kind of want to get that back so I can watch it again, Paul. Come on. Do you guys have Amazon Prime? <laughs> yeah, we do. It's streaming on Prime. Is it? Yeah. Huh? All right. So <laughs> there you go. You have Lighthouse whenever you need it. And also, if you want it back, sure. just tell me. I do live across the street. No, I know. I don't think of it. It's not like <laughs> something. I, just sometimes when we're sitting down to watch, I'll be like at work and thinking about movies. And I'm like, God, I want to see the Lighthouse again, kind of. But I, but I don't want to subject. I mean, Shell loved it. Not as much as I did, but she loved it as well. So I don't know if she'd actually want to watch it again. But I'm like, I, I don't want to watch on, it. But I'm like, when would I watch it again? I don't know. If honestly, it's going to be a while. I would probably I rewatch that movie in six, nine, 12 months, somewhere in there with a clear clear head and, and sure. give it another shot i won't i won't talk about it anymore i think i built it way too up i do that i do that with movies i mean you did make it so. sound like it was a second coming so <laughs> <laughs> well in my mind it was and, and i understand that why people might not like wonderful. it it's, very... it's one it, it was a wonderful movie i liked it it just wasn't for me quick question before we we sign off for the night have you seen midsummer yeah. yet i haven't because I, I i'd have to watch that by myself and and i never really have a chance to watch movies by myself yeah okay no. I was gonna say, I feel like you'd really like Midsummer. I'm sure I would. I've heard. I've really wanted to watch it. I've heard a lot of things, a lot of great things about um, it. And I don't even. I know that Michelle has a hard time with, with horror movies. I don't know. She likes The Shining, but I, I don't know if <laughs> I, don't I would know. call this a horror movie. Really? There's no. Okay. There's no jump scares. And it's okay. just. It's it's more just like, very. Uh, Oh, what's the way I want to put this? There's nothing like supernatural or anything. Okay. It's just it's mm. just kind of just. I hear it's a lot like the Wicker Man. It's very screwed up. It's just screwed up. It's just screwed up. It's just like it's a it's a huh. cult. It's all everything takes place in the daytime. Mm. Um, so it's very unusual for for what is yeah. you know generally thought of as a thriller, which are usually dark sure. and you know kind of uh, yeah at night yeah. brooding. I guess uh, this is definitely not. Sure. This is very bright. And uh, Florence Pugh is such an incredible actress, mm, so yeah. I, I think it's worth checking out. I, I don't I mean I don't. I'm not in Michelle's head, so I can't say what kind of movie she likes or dislikes. But I feel like yeah. she'd be more okay with this she'd than be. she would be with something with more of a jump scare or something like Hereditary by the same director. I think she would probably hate mm-hmm. Hereditary. Yeah, I even have a hard time um, totally getting a, a handle on exactly what she would be okay she's complex okay man i love it she's complex yeah very much so i mean she loves she loves every movies and i can i can te- i can mostly tell what she would like like she loves war movies and she loves uh whatever a ton of action movies um but with the horror i'm, I'm still haven't quite got that like that formula yet yeah. so so i don't want to like just start in on this and be like oh this is not right <laughs> you know what i mean but uh but yeah i don't know i'll figure it out i think you should bring it up Sure. Okay. I think you should bring it. It's streaming on Prime. Um, I, I think. Sure. I, this feels like an Amazon advertisement today. Like I know. <laughs> you know like, <laughs> hey, Amazon, give us some money. No, well, that's no. definitely not happening. Uh, we know no, Jeff Bezos of course that's isn't not paying us. No. Um, no, he's not because he doesn't pay his own employees. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Anyway, sorry. That's I'm a sorry. perfect segue to political. end our podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. This uh. has been. We are. We are definitely. Uh, in our zone right now so <laughs> sure mm-hmm. so uh shout out to the stubborn lovers for letting us use their music for the intro outro you can find us anywhere you find your podcast whether it's apple google spotify or stitcher uh you can follow us on twitter at losers gracious casey is at cw mcgrath i'm at volcom pancake um give us a uh, a follow like share subscribe all the different things that they call it on uh, on apple Podcasts. It helps people across the world find us um we actually had quite a few people give us uh five-star reviews this last week um so those are people 
people oh, who really? apparently were into the Portland Raised bonus episode. So thank you to anyone Fantastic. who just found us because of that. Um, and thanks for the great ratings. We appreciate that. And uh, that's all we got this week. You got anything else to say, Case? I have nothing. I think that's it. You're going to go watch your, uh, your, your fun movie, your fun Magnolia? I think so. Yeah. We'll see. It's kind of getting late, but I don't know. Who knows? We'll, we'll figure something <laughs> Magnolia. out. Magnolia. It's a good fun. It's, it's, it's Magnolia. A laugh, it's a laugh fest. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll watch Mother. That's a good one. There you go. To watch right oh, now. Lovely. No. <laughs> Perfect. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week.